Is there a term for like guys that can be Karens? Because like I've met oh, a lot Kevin. of like guy Karens. I pro- it's Kevin. Really? Kevin? Yeah. Is it Kevin? I, I promise you, yeah. Oh, I've met so gosh. many. I've honestly, I think I've met more Kevins. I think I've met more really? Kevins than Karens. What's the buzz, y'all? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? What is the buzz? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of What's the Buzz. I'm Carolina, and with me today are Jill, Becca, and Liam. How's everyone doing today? Woo! It's almost the weekend. Liam's great. Liam, you were telling me earlier that you're getting ready to start your new job. I am. I am. I'm starting a new move. I'm looking for apartments and furniture. It's, It's an exciting and stressful and horrible, horrible time. I mean, great. I meant great. Great time. Yeah, we hate when autocorrect, you know, changes <laughs> the words. I hate when that happens. It's the worst. I gotta really turn that one off. No, I know you're good. Um, uh, Becca is getting a dog. Um, yes, which, I could literally talk about that for hours. I know <laughs> uh, it's so exciting. I'm very jealous, um, but that's okay. Um, we were also sort of discussing earlier how uh, you and I sent out an email yesterday about how we're all going to be going back to classes in person, but also, I guess, kind of a mix with online. So we don't really know how that's going to go, but um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that whole setup and how that might sort of go? When I was reading the report, uh, actually, because I did, because they sent out an email like a month before this about how they would go about it. And I was reading that like classes of 50 or less will be in person and anything above 50 people are going to, are going to be online. So like for journalism classes, like they're gonna try using those like huge auditoriums oh, so nice. we can all all like sit at least six feet away from each other and social distance. Yeah, I mean the good thing about like the journalism classes is like I mean like the specific journalism ones are usually like not huge. So yeah. they can do that, which is cool. Yeah. Like you're still expected to go to like discussions that are yeah, less than yeah. fifty people and like mm-hmm. so it's, at least it's like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's kind of the same for like biology majors too. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of like introductory classes that have like over like 200 people in them. But oh. like once you like get like into like the actual major itself, it kind of like you have like really small class sizes and stuff. So yeah, just makes things easier, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. And, like, also, I'm, like, kind of worried, like, I feel bad for sort of, like, the freshmen who have to come into this because, you know, that's not a normal way to start your freshman year and your, like, your college experience. And I don't know. I'm glad I'm not a freshman this year because, I mean, that would just be really difficult. But to all the I'm freshmen, I'm... Yeah, Liam doesn't have to worry. <laughs> Liam is good Lucky. out of here. Um, yeah, I don't really know how everything's going to go. I'm taking, like, a couple like bigger classes so i don't know um hopefully we get more information because there still isn't really like a ton of info on like what exactly is going to be happening like a specific specifically with like like classes like that are on my schedule i don't really know exactly what is going to go on with those but i guess we'll just keep watching our emails for that um at least we finally heard about it i mean i but i was waiting for i feel like we've been waiting forever to get that email but same. I like um, start. I literally started like crying because I was really scared. Oh my gosh! You were gonna Becca, have. I thought I was gonna have to like stay at my house. Oh my gosh! No, staying though. It's like crazy. No. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, this week's song theme is karaoke songs, which I'm very excited about because um, I think we all have some interesting picks. So I'm excited to hear everyone's. Um, Content-wise, we're gonna be talking about Pride Month, which is this month, June. Uh, we'll be talking about Gen Z versus Millennial culture and the concept of Karens um and so yes it's gonna be exciting and so much more so let's jump right into talking about Pride Month awesome so as many of you know June 1st ushered in Pride Month a celebration of individuality and acceptance in the LGBTQ community people credit the Stonewall riots in 1969 as like its origin and for those who don't know uh these were a series of demonstrations that um gay community members in the neighborhood of Manhattan did um, to to demonstrate against like a police raid 
Um, 50 years later, on June 15th of 2020, the Supreme Court ruled that LGBTQ plus workers cannot be discriminated against or fired based on their sexual orientation, which I think and like a lot of other people think is like super long overdue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, usually by this time, there would be a lot of in-person festivities, but the pandemic made it impossible for people to attend like any of the parades, which is kind of kind of sad because they're uh, really a a staple you know yeah i mean this month is always like i love seeing the parades and like people's outfits and like the makeup and just the celebrations and the overall just like happiness and sort of um like community feel of those parades yeah yeah have any of you been to like a pride parade before yes i actually went to the to one in chicago like two and i think it's like two and a half years now maybe like three I think I was like 17. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. And I like I had to convince this was before I came out and whatever. But like I had to convince my mom to like let me go. Yeah. I mean, with parades it's always like it can be hard. Like I don't know. My the same thing with like um a couple of my like sisters friends parents I know and just like sometimes it can be difficult. Um like with like getting your parents like let you go or whatever but um i actually haven't been to any but they look so much fun and i've seen like my friends have been to them and and uh have like posted stuff on social media and like i really want to go to one but i don't know becca what was it like like when you went it was honestly like it went it went on for hours i got there at like 12 and i didn't leave until like five and it was still going oh my on gosh, yeah and like yeah. That's long. Like, that year was my favorite year of uh, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, and actually two of the drag queens from there were in the parade. Oh my gosh, really? Yes, and I was screaming so hard because I didn't think that they were going to be there. And everyone around me was super nice. Like, I got a lot of stickers. I got a lot of, like, t-shirts. And funny, they were, like, throwing condoms. Love that. <laughs> and everyone, and, like, this one girl next to me, she was like, I'm a lesbian, I don't need this. And then <laughs> oh she, my just, she just kept giving them to me and my That's friends. That's so funny. Oh, Pride like, parades are wild. I know, and, like, we had brought my friend's uh, boyfriend along who isn't really about about that but he was he, even he was still having fun like he was like throw glitter on me please like <laughs> it, it really was fun everything was upbeat and they even had like um i don't even i don't know how to describe it but like you know in um carnival like they have those like really oh, pretty yeah. costumes like people yeah. were wearing those oh, and, like high heels and like fun. dancing to like uh pride anthems and honestly oh, it was like the craziest thing i've ever seen I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, whenever you go to a Pride Parade, you can, like, there's no such thing as having a bad time there. Like, you, you're always going to, like, get, like, free stuff, like, meet some amazing people. So, yeah. There really is, like, you can't have a bad experience going to, like, one of those um, things. Yeah, it sounds fun. I want, definitely want to go to one because I haven't been before, but... I've only been I to guess... one, and it was for a class assignment, but it looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> I had to photograph it, so like it it is perfect for a photographer. There's so much to see. There's like every moment there is a new and fun and exciting thing to, to capture. It was it was a brilliant time. Oh my gosh, fun! I really want to go to the one like after this pandemic end because I'm sure that one's oh, like, going to be the wild. Most wild. Oh, I will oh go. God, yeah. like, I need to go to that. Oh my gosh! Because like last year, I actually got to walk in the parade last year. Yes. With the what? Um, we volunteered for the human rights campaign. Um, it's like you—you've definitely seen the logo. It's like the the blue backdrop with like the the yellow eco side, like in the middle. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we volunteered for them, um, and we walked with like this giant flag with the logo on it, and you got fans to people and i remember mid parade it just started raining heavily and like there were a whole bunch of like thunderstorms too so they had to evacuate the whole thing and like despite like the parade being over there people dancing in the street people going to bars and like restaurants and stuff so like it never ends and i love that so much oh my gosh fun do any of you guys have any like celebrities or like favorite celebrities that um identify as like a person from the lgbt community there are so many icons i think Um, i've been really liking uh trevor miranda i know now he know now she goes as trevi moran oh yeah she she she's been making a lot of music about her uh venture 
through figuring yeah. out her identity until now. That's right. She's always made really good music, but now she's going to be focusing it more around the fact that she's come out now. And, like, even right. she's been in, like, rehab and for alcoholism. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She's just such a good icon. For me, I always, like, I really like the Queer Eye people. I think they're cool. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Queer Eye. Um, but, I don't know, they're just really fun people. And I just always laugh watching that show. Um and I don't know. I think they're just icons as well. But I need them to come to my life and fix I me know, up. Honestly, I'm like, help. <laughs> I think a celebrity that I really like is uh, Laverne Cox. Um, she was a she was in um, Orange Is the New Black, I believe, and she was like the first like outwardly like identifying trans woman to like be nominated for an Emmy which I think is a very like important like feat really yeah definitely mm-hmm. but yeah she's also an icon mm-hmm. and did you guys hear that Raven Simone got married to her wife now yeah I, th- I think that's no. a huge wait yeah, I really forgot about literally that. like oh literally God. yesterday oh my gosh that's so cute that's I know so she's amazing. posted her wedding pictures and I was like oh my god and like I, I, I just remembered that right now. Like she's a huge icon, That's and like so she's iconic. always she's literally super... like a part of like childhood for a lot of us. I so know. that's like. That's makes me feel old. Like that she's like, married, but yeah, that's, that, that's amazing. That's from my early childhood. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like Black Pearl Raven was like actually a really woke show. It was. It really was. Yeah, like I remember they did like a like, a, an episode of on like discrimination for being like african-american i think there are a lot of like cool like other or like cool tv shows and like documentaries and stuff that uh really highlight what the lgbtq plus experience is like for a lot of people um one kind of documentary that stood out to me was like the death and life of marsha p johnson um for those who don't know marsha p johnson was a a gay advocate um, and she was actually responsible for, or she was a very pro- prolific uh, character in the Stonewall riots. And for some reason, her death went unsolved. Like one day, her body just like washed up like on the shores of New York, and like no one like really looked into it, like in terms of the police officers. So there's this historian who basically tried to figure out like how she died, um, and that's what the documentary is focused on. So I think that's a very interesting one if any of you kind of want to know more about Marsha. But um, are there any other like cool documentaries, TV shows, movies that you guys would recommend to others? That's really interesting. First of all, like I haven't, um, I've definitely heard about Marsha P. Johnson, but I haven't watched anything really. But I've been kind of wanting to like just watch that and like educate myself more because it is really interesting. Like you were saying, like. I don't know, like, being a really uh, crucial, like, person in the LGBTQ, like, just movement. I know I talked about it in another episode, but it's a spinoff series of The Fosters called Good Trouble, where they actually have a main character that's transgender, and it shows, like, how difficult it is to get for her to get work, because she uh, doesn't have enough money to, like, change her name, or, like, have the proper, like, paperwork, paperwork to be... Uh, Jasmine instead of Alejandro so like it follows that as a subplot so I thought that was a really good way good way for like because they also uh, go along with the Black Lives Matter movement I just thought it was a really good way to like tie in those together because she's also a person of color so it it just I just thought it was, it was a good example no yeah that sounds interesting and like I'm trying to like learn more about both like the Black Lives Matter movement and about um, the LGBTQ plus community, so I don't really know, like, of that many documentaries, but that's why I'm glad we're talking about this, so I have some recommendations, um, same for me, to yeah. watch, I, yeah, I to learn. no, absolutely, and I think it's important, and I think watching documentaries and, like, TV shows, movies, um, is a great way to learn about it, because, I mean, some people are better listeners or viewers, so everyone sort of, um, has a certain way of taking in information and I think like for a lot like documentaries are really helpful being able to sort of watch um and see information rather than like reading it necessarily does that make sense but yeah Mm -hmm. 
yeah bring up a pretty interesting and like important point there um we hope to see more lgbtq plus representation across all media platforms and a variety of jobs but america still has a ways to go before we can confidently say everyone is equal um but we're wishing for the best though <laughs> um going off of our theme of like karaoke songs i have like a few that i picked um so the first one that i have is forever by claro it's just a really down-to-earth song and i I really love like the calmness in her voice when she sings it um my sweet lord by george harrison is a really fun song just to sing and like play the guitar to um and it's just like a a song about being connected to like a, a spirit above And then uh, the last song I picked was I Need Your Love by Tennis. And I really think that this band is interesting because they have like a Carpenters kind of feel to them um, because they're only two members. Uh, Plus the song is kind of vintage sounding, but it also takes some influences from like current indie rock music as well. So um, with that, I think Carolina is going to be talking about Gen Z's and Millennials now. Yes, Um, yes, here we go. Um, so, well, something I think is re- that is really interesting is sort of Gen Z, millennial culture and humor. Um, so every website honestly says something different about the years that sort of determine whether you're a Gen Z or millennial. But the sort of general rule is millennials were born between the years of 1981 and 1996. And Gen Z people were born between 1997 and 2012. Um, but, you know, that changes sort of everywhere. So um, I did some research and here's sort of what I found about like the main differences between the two generations so let me know what you guys think of these like after I finish them but basically Gen Z people seem to have basically sort of grown up with technology and sort of grew like were born into technology and millennials can probably remember when technology started to become popular and was sort of getting started um, mm-hmm. Gen Z are known as the socially conscious generation so they sort of I guess are more quote-unquote woke about like issues like social justice issues mental health um and a bunch of other issues um the other thing I found is that apparently millennials put more money into products and services that make them happier or sort of give them a more positive experience well Gen Z are more focused on saving up money and then spending out more practical things um and then something interesting also is the World Economic Forum reports that millennials are logged onto social media for an average of two hours and 38 minutes daily well, Gen Z logs on for two hours and 55 minutes. So a very small sort of gap. Um, but I guess Gen Z are on for a little longer than um, millennials. Mm-hmm. And also, apparently, when it comes to looking for jobs, Gen Z adults are more financially motivated than the millennial generation. Um, and Gen Z people apply for jobs more aggressively than past generations. So that's sort of technology, uh, career, um, money kind of overview of the differences that I found. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys agree or is there anything that stuck out to you? Well, I, you know, it's weird because I'm in that weird in-between because I was born in 97 and, you know, that's basic. So I, I guess based on this, I'm more of a, uh, a millennial because I remember, you know, computers and technology kind of coming up. That's like the first point because, you know, I used to have an old big white computer with the big box yeah yeah exactly um i got my first phone it was a flip phone and i remember when iphone started getting wild i had one of those uh, ipod shuffles with the oh my screen gosh, watch yeah. TV. but like you know i don't know a lot of that other stuff kind of also makes me feel more like a gen z because i'm more socially conscious i feel exactly. like me and my friends are that way um, and I do endor- enjoy roasting millennials, so I, I also feel like I'm more of a Gen I know, Z. yeah. I feel like there's sort of this in-between. I mean, I was born in 99, so I guess I'm technically Gen Z, but at the very sort of, you know, beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Because I can also remember being, like, as a kid, like, playing on, like, the, like, computer, like an actual computer, you know, not like a laptop or anything, um, like you were saying. And like CDs and stuff like that. I, I was, I my first phone was like a Pantech, so it wasn't an iPhone or anything. Um, Wait, what's I, a Pantech? It's, I've never heard it's of like, it's like, no Pantech. You gotta Google it. No, oh, I had the pink t-shirt. one. Okay, I had the pink one. My brother had the blue one. They're iconic. It was. I love that phone so much. It's like not really a flip. I guess it's kind of a flip phone, but not really. 
I don't know how to explain it. It's more like slides. Um, yeah, the slider phone. Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Day. And so, like, the front, like, you know, has the, you know, the, the classic, like, letters and the numbers and them and all that. And it kind of vibrates when you press the button. And then when you flip it up, it's got the keypad. So you oh. can, like, whatever. And it didn't really have internet. So I just remember playing Diner Dash on it a lot. Um, <laughs> that's, like, my memory of that. But that was, you know, my first phone. And I remember, like, playing outside all the time and not really being on technology that much until I was a little older. So that's, I'm sort of in between as well. But I also feel like a lot of my humor is more millennial than Gen Z. I don't know. But like you said, Liam, I also feel more like socially conscious and like I talk about that kind of stuff. So I don't know. But what do you, what about you, Jill or Becca? What do you guys think? I mean, it, yeah, I was born in 1992, or not, oh my god, not 1992. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, you're old. <laughs> I was born in 1999, but I would identify as, like, Gen Z just because mm-hmm. of, like, the, like, the age cutoff. Um, I thought it was really interesting how you brought up that, like, Gen Zs, like, are more um, aggressive when it comes to, like, finding jobs. Because, like, if yeah. you talk to, like, any old person, um, they probably think that we're, like, really kind of lazy. Oh, and that we have, like, things handed to us. But um, I think that's, like, quite the contrary. And I think that's what, like, a lot of, like, Gen Z people do just to kind of get away from that stereotype, um, me included. Um, in terms of, like, the humor aspect, I definitely say that, like, my humor is more, like, Gen Z as well just because i like okay. really weird stuff like yeah when it it's very kind of specific stuff. i think yeah yeah no i agree it's interesting yeah, I, I agree with that i think i'm more gen z because i was born in 2000 whoa that is crazy i know and, and i just like I, I i'm more socially conscious but i i don't know but i think my humor is really gen z like the yeah. amount of things i think i've shown you guys i know that i think is funny like I've shown my parents and they're like what is that no parents <laughs> don't understand it's so funny what do you guys think are the biggest like difference between like the the humor between millennials and gen z people like we were talking about that a little bit but very self-deprecating which mm-hmm. I kind of get which is kind of my style of humor ah, yeah of course but, like, I, don't know. I don't know what millennials find funny it's like much. no well, see, <laughs> I was thinking about like millennial I don't know it's very I think a lot of millennial stuff is funny, but I think Gen Z stuff is also funny, but just, like, harder to understand if you're not a Gen Z or, like, not close to being a Gen Z, you know? Right. No, that um, makes sense. Like, it's very specific kind of humor that, like, I don't know, that makes me laugh, but... You don't hear a lot about millennial humor as opposed to, like, you hear a lot of, like, boomer humor. Oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like that, and then, like, have you, everyone knows Gen Z, um, but, like, what, what is millennial humor? What's a millennial joke? Millennial Who are these humor. people? I feel like there's kind of a distinction in, like, um, do you guys remember the app iFunny? Yeah. Where just oh, yeah, use sure. memes like that? I feel like, because uh, there were different sides of iFunny, I feel like that was the start, <laughs> like, just like distinguish distinguishing everyone but then okay. it turned into who still uses iFunny and who still uses okay. who uses Instagram to look at memes and I think we started to use Instagram more because I knew a lot of my other cousins who are millennials saying like you still got iPhoney and I'm like no <laughs> oh my gosh okay well I found this thing that sort of lays out some of the humors and oh, for boy. boomer humor it says I hate my wife and then <laughs> millennial millennial humor is I hate my life and Gen Z humor is, bro, relax, I'm literally just vibing with this weird, like, uh, graphic. So, I don't know, that might be part of it. I feel like there is a, a kind of a fine line between them. Um, and you have to sort of, yeah, you have to sort of be on TikTok or Twitter to sort of fi- see those memes and stuff. And Instagram, too. Um, but I don't know, I think it's just very interesting that... You know, they're sort of like, like I was saying earlier, like how, like we sort of identify as different generations, despite what we've been born as. No, um, I feel you, because I hate my wife, but I also hate my life. But I hate my life, and, and I just want to vibe. So, so, I'm a little bit of everything. Why can't we just all have three, you know? You know, why can't I just, <laughs> no, I agree. Um, 
but but yeah let's sort of just go around to recap where what are you technically like what generation are you technically but which one do you identify with more and why i'll start so yeah technically i am gen z and i do i think i do identify heavily with gen z but there are also parts of the millennial uh generation that i feel like i am part of as well like the growing up before technology was huge huge you know like i was my first phone was not an iphone you know um so that's sort of my thing but yeah what about you guys I guess I'm technically millennial, and I, I, I fit in most of the millennial stuff. But like, I, I feel like I, fun, like humor-wise, I'm more Gen Z. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know. I also love money, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, money, love money. Oh my God. Um, what about you, Jill? I guess I would say technically I'm a Gen Z, but I identify more with millennials. Okay, um, in terms of humor and stuff. But again, it's really hard to say for sure. Cause like, I feel like I am more like Gen Z than millennial sometimes, but then that kind of just flip flops too. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Becca? I definitely think I'm more Gen Z, especially me being born in 2000. <laughs> like, that, like that still freaks You're people so out. so young. When I, tell, yeah, I, guess, when I tell but... them, but um, yeah, I say more of the humor, but it is a little hard to decide because I also remember using like the huge box computer yeah, exactly and like how um when we weren't using it it had like the space <laughs> thing where like the stars would just just like the really old stuff and I like I remember like using like webkins and like oh my god, oh my god. I love webkins, webkins. Oh, Club Penguin. That stuff, like I don't even think I got my first phone until I was like 14 yeah or oh, something same. I only did because so, I started going to summer camp and my parents wanted to have one. <laughs> yeah, same. It's literally because I st- had started cheerleading and they were like, oh, you need to go to practice. <laughs> like, that's it, girl. Yeah, I never called them. I would just play Diner Dash on my phone. 24 <laughs> 7. Um, well, I still think the sort of quote unquote feud between the two generations is really funny. And it's interesting sort of thinking about the differences between them. I have a brother who's like definitely a millennial and then a sister who's definitely Gen Z. And I sort of like feel like I'm in the middle, so it's kind of weird. But it'll also be interesting to see the next generation grow up, which is apparently called Generation Alpha. Uh, that's what I have read. And that includes like anyone really born after like 2010 or like 2012, maybe. Um, but who knows, maybe in like 15, 20 years, the people will be doing What's the Buzz and they'll be discussing the difference between Gen Z and Generation Alpha. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so going to the song theme here, my karaoke songs, the first one is Somebody to Love by Queen, um, just because it's a very like big song and it's really fun. Um, it's I feel like it's kind of a challenging song, but you know, I feel like sometimes you just gotta go for it. Um, second one is Don't Go Breaking My Heart with Elton John and Kiki D. That's a good sort of duet song, you know, if you've got someone who you wanna sing with, I feel like that's a great choice. Um, and then last but not least, a very bold choice is Define Gravity, you know, from Wicked. Um, you gotta, you know, you really just gotta go, uh, go big or go home for that one. So who knows? Um, that, those are my three picks though. But with that, let's move on to our next topic, which is the Karen phenomenon. So five years ago, the name Karen, Karen probably wouldn't phase anyone if they heard it in public. Now, Wikipedia defines Karen as a pejorative term used in the United States for a woman perceived to be entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is considered appropriate or necessary. We can thank the rise of public freakout videos as the things that led to the creation of Karen as a cultural icon. We just can't get enough of the may I speak to the manager haircuts, SUVs, and first world problems. So I was wondering, have any of you like encountered a Karen like in the wild like while you're like in the wild like, <laughs> like at the yeah, grocery store or like anywhere else i used I'm... to work at walmart jill i i <laughs> oh god so many i used to work in the walmart customer service oh, area no. which oh, hilariously no. enough encountered less karens there than the, the register okay okay it, karens of all shapes and sights. i once had a karen and I, I don't know her name it was probably karen she had the haircut Try to tell me like a, a giant like four racks of like six plants, so like four twenty four plants, because the one like there was a sticker in the plants that was like said fifty cents. Mm-hmm. So naturally you go, okay, each plant's fifty cents. She says, no, 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 no. 
the whole rack's 50 cents. Oh, no. Just taking out the other 50 cent stickers so that she's like, oh, I got it. Come on. You physically took them off? Or, like, did she not know? I assume, well, see, the thing is, like, before she got in line, my manager kind of walked up behind me nonchalant. She's like, this next customer is known to give us problems. Double check everything. So I think she knew, um, which, so that was a fun conversation to have for the next 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah, no, I've had quite a few Karens in my time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wait, Jill, I'm just, like, surprised that Wikipedia has a definition for it. I know. It's so funny to me. Like, oh, my gosh. We literally have just, like, that's another thing. I feel like that's pretty Gen Z. Like, we just, like, they claimed that as, like, a thing. Like, Karen is a thing, and, like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing anyone can do about it. Um, and they have stuff like dated back to like 2017 on the Wikipedia page. Oh so my gosh! Definitely worth the read if you want. Oh my to. gosh, I like will do that. That's crazy. Something about Karen's is they're just like so insistent that they're right. You know, that's something that I've just seen, and they refuse to accept the facts. They love the phrase "the customer's always right." They really do, despite yeah. how wrong it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, definitely. I think customer service is one of the places you'll encounter the most Karens, but <laughs> shudder. <laughs> For sure. So a couple of years ago, actually, the, I, I have like a like a story about like a Karen, but like I was actually wrong. Like, <gasps> oh, the tables have turned. Oh, so, the turntables. <laughs> my friends and I worked for a flower show like a couple years ago um, and we were basically responsible for like writing down like the flowers that like people like bought and like those people would like leave and then they'd be ready the flowers would be ready for them like at the end of the flower show because we didn't want to like um, mess up like the presentation and stuff and like how like the flowers were arranged so there's this lady and she came in looking for hibiscus flowers and we put her name on the list for the person to get them and like at the end of the flower show there's this guy who apparently registered to have those hibiscus like flowers for himself like like a month ago and we just didn't realize it and like no one told us about it so we had to explain to this woman that she couldn't get her hibiscus and she flipped the switch oh my god she started swearing (gasps) throwing like flowers all over the place and it literally made like one of the coordinators of the flower show cry no that's not worth it i hate that (laughs) okay that's not okay yeah. Oh, that's so I've like heard stories about yeah, like Karen's literally making people cry. Like, girl, just stop. Stop. It's never I worth it. Yeah, this it's one not. Time. We were just like 19 and 20 year olds just like trying <laughs> to help out and stuff. And then there's just like this middle-aged woman just like going crazy no. in front of everybody. Don't like that. I no. feel that. I'm, uh, I was I used to be a receptionist at like a massage place and so many Karens came through <laughs> and one of them tried to art so like it's against the law to ha- like give someone a mas- massage if they're pregnant okay because like that can like, hurt that hurt the baby sense. obviously yeah yeah and so I they came in I was like uh you can't like your daughter can't get a, a massage sorry she's pregnant and she was like what do you mean what like i need to talk to your manager right oh, now gosh. she's like did she say that did she pull yeah. up talk and to I, your manager oh, wow. yeah she and i was like she's not here right now and I, she was like well call her and make her come here oh, my. I like what i was like i was like your daughter is pregnant we cannot <laughs> be responsible if How something what is she supposed to do break the law like yeah and she was like well, can't you just pretend that you didn't hear it? Uh, and I was like, what? no. I was like, no, because like if you want like a back massage and like sh- and she's like, well, all my pain is in my lower back, so oh like God. I want him to focus there. I was like, yeah, well, that's where your baby. Is. <laughs> like this like, is for your child. I know, and I was and I hate. I was seventeen, and I hate hated that I had to tell a mom that like I was like I'm more concerned for your daughter's baby. Like, than yeah. you are right now oh my god just because she because she wanted a massage and i was like she can get a foot massage <laughs> like <laughs> and, like in the same room as you and she was like no oh. and her, her daughter was just with her arms crossed and i was like what like 
Oh. Are you not going to defend your baby? <laughs> You're just going to stand there. <laughs> I know. They stormed out and left such a bad, like, Yelp review. And, like, I got oh. in trouble with my boss about it. Really? Yeah. What? And I and I had to, like, tell her the whole thing. And, like, some of the actual massage workers, like, were telling her, like, no, she was really mean. Oh, my God. I know. And I was like, thanks for almost costing me my job because I'm trying to protect your pregnant daughter. Oh, my gosh. Some people should not be parents. I'm going to put that statement out there. Some people just aren't ready. Yeah. Like, going off of that, like, why do you guys think that, like, people overact in situations like these? Just a lot of entitlement. Never had to deal with anyone saying... No. Well, and I think there is there is some logic to it because like the opposite is that you, you know not being forceful. Sometimes you can get railroaded by others and stuff like that. You know, because like you know, there's a whole movement back in the past of standing up for yourself and like not letting the system take advantage of you. But it, it seems like these people just take it to the extreme. I think there's a lot of ego involved in it That's as true. well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I also think they might just get like defensive really easily and then. You know, feel like they have to stand up for themselves and then just take it too far or whatever. And then, like, can't accept being, like, wrong, you know? Yeah, I also understand, like, the whole, like, like, Joe was saying how that lady was, like, throwing flowers and made someone cry. I don't understand it to that extent. True. Because, like, I'm sure they would have such a fit if someone did that to someone that they, that was, like, their daughter or their friend. Oh, I think they lack a lot of empathy. Otherwise, they would realize that they're yelling at someone who just wants to get paid and go home. Like, yeah. wait, why? True. Yeah, I just wait, I have a question. That. Oh, go ahead. Wait, is there is there a term for, like, guys that can be Karens? Because, like, I've oh, met a lot oh, of, like, Kevin. guy Karens. I pro- it's Kevin. Really? Kevin? Yeah. Is it Kevin? I, I promise you, yeah. There's, oh, like, I've like, met so yeah. many. Yeah. I've honestly, I think I've met more days. Kevins. I think I've met more really? Kevins than Karens. Yeah, because <laughs> I also used to be a waitress at a banquet oh, hall. Man. And because this sounds really, really bad, but because I was like one of the only girls out of the male staff, a lot of the guys that would be at the weddings would try to like hit on me and whatever. And this one, this one guy's kid asked me for my number and I said no. And he yelled at me. (gasps) What? Like like his his kid is 12 and I'm 17. And he was like, you can't hurt his feelings like that. Like, go get him another drink. Like, go get him another drink. And I was like, uh, orange juice. All right. Like, oh my gosh. No, this kid was like, this kid was like drinking beer. Like he was making, I literally walked past him. Yeah, I will. I literally walked past him making like an Instagram video of him so- saying like gang gang what's going on like I used to get a lot of like guys that thought they were like a lot of the uh, bride's fathers would just storm into the kitchen oh my God. area like while everyone's cooking there's like sharp things around oh and like no. screaming and touching stuff girl and not like he was like just because we didn't do it fast enough and just just people like that like i've met so many kevins oh that's funny wow yeah i just wish people would like kind of calm down like take a chill pill you know like do breathing exercises do what you gotta do so you don't like make other people's days like worse than it like already is you know but Karens will forever be something like really hard to understand, but at least they're really entertaining to watch. Yeah. And speaking of fun things to watch, uh, Becca is going to be talking about some challenges on a very popular uh, video oh app. Yes, uh, you know, as everyone at Buzz knows, I live on TikTok and I talked about it so much because my humor is obviously elite. Uh, well, basically, TikTok is just, um, TikTok is just a TikTok is based around a lot, a lot of audio jokes and like you know you see all those videos of people dancing and this has produced so many challenges that have gone viral. Uh, I actually have like a couple favorites. Uh, one of my favorites is called it was this video called uh, Yankee with no brim and this guy was like, whoa, Yankee with no brim. <laughs> So everyone started to turn into a trend like, whoa, girl with no life, life with no girl. Oh my gosh. And like, I saw one yesterday actually that was a Nutter Butter cookie and it said, 
said, whoa, nutter with no butter. Whoa, <laughs> butter with no nutter. <laughs> and I was laughing oh my so, gosh. so hard. People are so creative. I know. And like everyone, there's a huge jo- uh, joke with straight TikTok oh, and yeah. alternative mm. TikTok. And everyone was like, let's hope whoa, Yankee with no brim get- doesn't get on straight TikTok. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My uh, sister talks about the different types of TikToks. And she always says to, like, my brother, yeah, you're on straight TikTok right now. Um, and, like, roast him for oh stuff. God. It's so funny. I know. I know. Another challenge uh, that was really popular was the wipe it down oh, challenge. Yeah. Do you guys know I've what that is? I've heard about that one. No. Please inform me. Yes. Well, it's basically where people are video th- videoing themselves cleaning their mirrors. But, like, halfway through the wipe, uh, it, like, transitions into them being, like, really dressed up or doing oh, something yeah. weird like like changing to their dogs or sometimes it ends with this Obama meme of him saying oh there's no meme <laughs> <laughs> I love that video <laughs> I know oh there's so God. many of those and like a lot of them like shook me because a lot of drag good. queens did it and I was like whoa yeah it's like crazy people like dress up or like I don't know like put on makeup or do something and you're like oh my god I know I kind of feel bad for for some people in the comments because some people are like whoa that's a completely different person and i'm like okay all right <laughs> i know um i know another another one is like just surrounding megan the stallion like literally everything she does has become a challenge on tiktok uh like her songs like savage and captain hook which i'm pretty sure majority population knows it's okay if you guys don't but uh that's just a generic tiktok dance but i always kind of end up wishing i could do the dance without looking silly but i can't i can't dance um and uh, one of my favorite parts of the trend though are a lot of people are challenging who could be the best feature on a megan song and the best part is that they're all really good and honestly made me realize how many young talented rappers there are both men and women and like they get like millions of likes and like they put their stuff on SoundCloud and I'm just waiting for the day where Megan just finally picks one of them <laughs> up. Cause it's so yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think my favorite one is the pose challenge. Do you guys know what that is? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I've heard uh, that. Mm, so it's basically like student athletes, uh, like they go in their like living room or their bedroom and do a pose and then it cuts to like a more a professional shot or just like a really cool picture like candidates during games or like you know posing for football pictures like mid jumps during like gymnastics and honestly like everyone looks so oh my gosh like I was a student athlete and I had never looked that cool (laughs) I like kind of watched these like oh was that was I supposed to look like oops oh my gosh funny that, that sounds really have, cool. I know. Do you guys have any favorite TikTok challenges at all? I just like the dances are some of the dances are insane where it's like I can't do that. Like I just don't know how to dance straight up. The only TikTok dance I know is Say So because it's the That's easiest same. one. Um and it doesn't require any like skill. Um but I'm always just like sort of blown away by some of the dancers that, that like are on there. Like um there's also like really cool musicians on there too um and someone like literally made this remix with um watermelon sugar by harry styles i don't know if you saw it and like added rap to it basically and oh my gosh it sounded so cool like a real song that i would listen to and i was like oh my gosh this guy needs to like put this out on spotify or something so like there's some really talented people who like TikTok gives them the space to like do these remixes and stuff that I think are really cool. It's not really a challenge, but I just think that's cool. I think my favorite one um, currently is like the one where there's like a, it's either like, it's a mom and like her baby and she like pours water on her baby. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if you've seen those before. But like, is it like the one they're like, oh, like it's a weird noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really funny. Um, Jason Durrell actually did it with his dogs, and they're just like, bro, what are you, what's wrong with you? Oh my god. Also, there's one that I don't really like, um, (laughs) where it's just like, it's really petty, but there are like these people who are just like, oh, this is me versus like the 
the person that my like ex cheated on me with or something oh my god I, and, like, I hate those it's like, like i understand that like you're like upset but that's not necessarily like the problem of the other person it's the problem of your ex yeah. you know have you ever seen the have you ever seen the response videos from the person that they're oh. dissing those are awesome like not it's not awesome that like that per- is happening to that person but like mm-hmm. they'll duet it oh and like gosh. with like receipts and stuff <gasps> and it's like oh, oh like it just man. it just becomes such a big drama and everyone in the comments is like whoa yeah whoa. i feel as if that's something that could like go with like the the cancel culture oh yeah really i don't know it's just i i just think it's kind of like a, a not positive thing to be like putting on the internet you know was it i uh, Liam, do you have any favorite TikToks? You know, I was I was saving this for a, another time, but I have a confession to make. I don't actually have a TikTok. Oh, same. Neither do I. I just have everyone send me them. I've seen a couple of the wipe down challenges just from what I've you know uh, browsing the interwebs, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess I don't. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny. I'm literally gonna show you all the videos. Like, I literally okay. put one on my private story where it was like, pee toast, pee toast. It was just like, <laughs> I, like I'm on alternative TikTok and it's just a bunch of like weird stuff like that. Because <laughs> regular TikTok's too mainstream for you. No, I'm serious. Like, a lot of, there's a huge like beef about like generic TikTok because a lot of um, like bigger creators, like, you know, Char D'Amelio, like, oh yeah, Lil Huddy. <laughs> Uh, they get oh so God. much, and like Addison Ray, they've been getting a lot of like, flack lately about them not crediting uh, dances, which have been mainly by people of color. And um. I actually, actually, right now, I'm seeing this one girl constantly on my For You page who mm-hmm. made a dance that Charlie and like Addison and a bunch of people in the Hype House, which is like basically TikTok's Team 10, like they've all been dancing to this song and haven't credited her. And- been like a week Whoa. and it's, it's right. literally gone viral it's gone viral and she keeps saying like can i please get any credit for this oh can i gosh. please get credit for this mm-hmm. and i feel so bad yeah that's not like, okay yeah yeah was it are there any tiktok challenges that you guys don't like you know what's weird is when um some okay curtis connor just made a video about this and, and not just i don't remember but i just watched it and it's like about actors on tiktok you know who yes. do like the point of view things, oh, and I, I absolutely the despise them. There's like this <laughs> one guy who like, it's like they're so stupid. The captions are ridiculous. It's like you're the new girl in school and you're sitting on the bleachers and I just <laughs> yeah. whatever. And then it's just him staring into the camera and like biting his lip and being really gross. And it makes <laughs> me feel so uncomfortable. And I hate those. I know. I hate all was of them. It, was it only some? are really funny like i actually just came across one where it was like have you guys seen the joke about femboy hooters yes. <laughs> no yeah okay basically just like the instead of regular hooters there's just feminine boys as the waiters and this one guy literally made a point of view he's like oh, you're sitting at God. femboy hooters and i come up with my furry uh, oh my ears and my skirt waiting to give get your order and i was like oh my god oh, like man. those are funny I the point of view ones are funny but like the people who are trying to be serious it's just uh-uh stop like i saw this come off as cringe yeah it's so cringe mm. i saw this one getting bashed where it's like i'm i'm your brother's friend and i accidentally walk into your room yes that's the one like, that's the one and he does that stupid face and i'm like why why <laughs> everyone in the comments likes it they're like this Gross. Is like, no oh i really God. don't like those they make me feel gross <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of more TikTok challenges that I don't like. Oh, there's this one honestly, family. Oh, yeah. There's like one family on TikTok that like shows up randomly, and they're the family that's just like, no flinch challenge, go oh, or God. something. Oh. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've seen that. And like they do like a. They're whole the weird thing. people, right? Yeah, the like the the family with like they're eight so weird. Or something. My sister showed me that they just they're just odd, you know. Yeah. Um, have you guys heard what's it called? There's like this group that like does covers, but on purpose. They're I think like they're really bad, and I don't know if they do it on like it seems like a joke because of how bad it is. Because they treat it as if it's not a joke. They're just like, hey, we're 
um, whatever, whatever, and I forgot what it's called. I'm gonna find it, but um, it's like you don't know if it's a joke or not, but it, they're so bad that like it has to be a joke, and they cover like Harry Styles and a bunch of other popular stuff, and it's insane. Like I don't know. I think it's so funny though. Okay, I figured it out. They're called Grand Legacy. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, it's like G R A N Legacy, and you have to look it up, up and watch them. And I actually something I did. Um, it was my friend's birthday the other week, and she thinks they're so funny. Like she stands them like as a joke, and we were able to get her like a cameo from them, and the money went to Black Lives Matter um, like donations, and the they did like they sang her a Harry Styles song and said Happy Birthday. And oh it's so God. funny. Just whenever you guys have the chance, there. No, it's so funny, and I still don't know if it's a joke. I'm pretty sure it's a joke, but like they don't say it is or anything. So, well, I know people were not really liking the frog trending on TikTok, but I thought that was the funniest. Oh my gosh, you just like you just think, you just life. like everything. There are no bad trends. I know. I just honestly, really, the only ones I can think of that are bad are the point of view ones, yeah. or just like. The girls that um, will like film themselves like walking in on their boyfriends getting cheated, Why? like their boyfriends cheating on them, or like oh, them finding out their friends pregnant, or like I just don't like those. Yeah, some of them are just when weird. It's, like very obviously bad. Yeah, or like just really uh, staged things where it's like no, be creative. I don't even have TikTok, so I shouldn't be talking, but. That's what I think. <laughs> Carolina, I'm literally going to make you download okay, TikTok. I like my... And we're going to watch <laughs> no, TikTok. No, I actually don't want to because I know I'm going to spend like hours on it and I can't I can't do that. Low-key worth it. One of my favorites is uh, it's like two frogs. Like they got stuck in like the pool in a pool and it's like the filter where they're just swirling around and red bones playing in the back <gasps> and the prin- and, oh my god and, and the caption is princess princess tiana and naveen oh my god or something or like don't worry they're just dancing oh my gosh like, i'm dead i know just stuff like that i love the ones that use like the hannah montana transition writing people people. and there's one like where this person is raiding people at a water park like down like going down the lazy river and there's this like one kid that straight up just like doesn't have like like one of the tubes and stuff and is just kind of like holding his breath and the person like gives him like a million out of ten (laughs) i see a lot of people like raiding the pe raiding their pets throughout the day and uh, they're always like, ooh, whoa, 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 on, like, whoa. The, on like the funniest thing, on the funniest part, like I saw one like of a cat or like, it was just like spinning its head or whatever. And it was, and it was like, she's going crazy. And I was oh like, my gosh. Some of them are so funny. I will admit that. Yeah. Highly recommend everyone to go check out more challenges on TikTok. Honestly, even go out and make one. Why not? Um. You know, next up, Liam will be talking about the Oscars and the movie industry. And uh, for my song picks, I chose Let Me Love You by Mario, which I feel like is like such a karaoke song. Um, is it, I know Zendaya and Mario actually sang it uh, on a TV show. And like after that, I was just singing that all the time. Uh, the other one I chose was Cause I Love You by Lizzo. And every time that comes on at my friend's house, we just scream it. At, like the top of our lungs because uh, Lizzo's whole album is a karaoke album. True. Like, like, don't even put on Jerome and we will just start screaming so loud. Um, and then the last one is Toxic by Britney Spears. And honestly, this is because when I worked as a waitress, uh, my friend Chris, he would always play like his early 2000s playlist. And every time Toxic came on, everyone would be like, oh, turn this off. And then me and him <laughs> would be like on the ground, like yeah. screaming the lyrics, like just doing the dance, like doing dances and whatever. But I feel like everyone knows the lyrics to Toxic or at least can like hype up with it, you know? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Becca, for that interesting uh, education, basically, for me for TikTok. I've learned more than I ever wanted to know about an app I've never intended to download, but now I feel like I have to. Don't worry, you'll, you'll learn more. Oh boy. <laughs> now, um, I know you guys are probably sick of hearing about COVID-19 because, uh, you know, because you hear news every day, 
except recently you really haven't. Um, but I've got a little bit more news for you. Um, the Oscars recently just announced actually that they will be delaying their awards ceremony due to the pandemic until as late as 2021. Um, and that's actually good news. So it, it's going to be held April 30th, 2021. And they're doing this, which is really clever because basically, if you haven't noticed, you can't go see a movie right now. I've noticed because yeah. I've depressed because of it. Um, but uh, so, and the Oscars has a rule where it has to be in theaters. Um, there's talk about changing that. But right now, because no movies are in theaters, no movies are eligible. Right. So they're opening up, they're delaying their um, submission dates, um, and it's going to be held later. And I was wondering what you guys thought about this, because that means a lot of cool movies that were supposed to come out this year that have been delayed indefinitely or till you know next year have a chance for the Oscars. Um, and I have a list of a couple of them. Um, but what, what do you guys think of this move? Uh, how do you feel about the Oscars? What's going on, guys? Well, I love watching the Oscars. It's um, I always make a big deal out of it. So um, mm. I think it's a great idea that they're delaying it so that more films can be eligible, especially some of like the big releases that people were looking forward to. Um, mm -hmm. It is like a shame that a lot of them have been delayed and we haven't really been able to see them in theaters yet. But um, I think it's a good move and it gives um, movies a chance to be eligible for um, the Oscars. I think there are a lot of good movies coming out, so I think it's yeah. a good move. Yeah, I think I, I think so too. Um, just because there aren't like a lot of movies coming out uh, lately. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not like a huge Oscars watcher. Like I usually wait till like the day after to figure out, oh, this person won or oh, this movie is like the the best picture. So I mean, for I me, it doesn't necessarily like matter, but I'm glad that they're <laughs> like doing that because like I feel like even during like a regular schedule the Oscars, sometimes they leave movies like out of like, the, the running because of like their late like release date like they did that oh, yeah. with little woman like last mm -hmm. year oh yeah um, timing is a big that, thing in it is it's yeah too yeah. early and people forget too late it's too late for the submission you really have to hit that sweet spot right so like based on that maybe like i i think they should just like have the submission date like later like from now on you know, I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe you guys have something differently. Interesting. Well, yeah. So uh, a couple, uh, maybe a year or two before this, you know, COVID-19. I don't know if you remember pre-COVID-19. It's a distant memory for myself. But um, there was talks about uh, allowing films that don't even get released, uh, like on net or just released on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or the other hundred streaming services to be allowed in the Oscars because, you know, there's some good stuff on there. Um, and I think this might be a good step towards that because you are kind of seeing movies now just being released online um, just because, you know, you can't watch them in theaters. And I personally, I like that better. I don't want to come into a crazy, busy, crowded movie theater where people are talking and there's a child behind me trying uh, to yes. me. It's my brother, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you, how do you guys feel about like the whole movie going experience? Do you want it to go more online now? Um, I mean, I do. I really love going to movie theaters. I think it's like a great way to hang out with people. And like, um, I don't know, the experience of seeing movies in the theater is just like really great. And especially for like, like those big movies and stuff like that. Um, so I love being able to see movies and um, I don't know, but there are some good movies as well, you know, that are released like on Netflix and stuff that are really good too, that uh, it would be cool to see those movies recognized. Yeah, definitely. Becca, Jill? Yeah, I agree. I, I really want to go back to the movies. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I Like, I agree with Caroline about, like, just seeing a movie on the big screen is, like, a lot more impactful, or at least exciting to me than, like, all right, like, let's go sit down in my living room to go watch this new movie. It's kind like, of like, I'm, like it's exciting to go to a movie yeah. theater. Yeah, you make like, a whole honestly, thing out of it. Like, you get food before, go to a movie, do something mm -hmm. after. Fun. Yeah, like, honestly, I was thinking about, like, what if uh, there was a huge Marvel movie? Like, what if, like, End Endgame was coming out during mm -hmm. COVID? And I would be like, don't even put it online. No, I want to uh, see uh, it. Right. Just wait, wait for, like, months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really would. Damn. That's a movie. You cannot see that not in the theaters, like. Yeah. 
So actually, guys, I have a list of some of the delayed movies. Actually, I can bring up a bigger one um, of movies that, you know, they were supposed to come out, but um, didn't. I was going to see which one are you guys most excited to see. So just right off the bat, um, we have Wonder Woman 1984, you know, the big DC movie. Everyone loved the original. Wait, would you guys like the original Wonder Woman movie? I liked it. I liked it as well. Were you? Are you excited for the new one? Yeah, I think it'll be cool. I'm not like huge into like the DC like series stuff, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was good. I, I would definitely see this in theaters. Definitely. Um, also, there's uh, Black Widow, the new the new right. Black Widow. Um, there's Mulan, which I wasn't gonna see for a myriad of reasons. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't have music mostly, and I 100% watched Mulan originally for the music. True. Um, but there's the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. There's The Quiet Place 2 with John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. Um, that looks really good. As Jim from The Office. Um, yes. I'm going to go see... Who's seen the original? Because that was really good I movie. saw it. It was so good. I still I was really looking it. forward to seeing the second one. Well, it's coming out. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the other one... I actually um, saw that with Mulan the whole reason that they're not doing music is because they're trying to stick to like the traditional story or something that like Mm -hmm. didn't have music or anything um so I would be interested in seeing that just like saying how it is um yeah I mean I'm also not huge into the Bond movies but Mm -hmm. Billie Eilish did the song for No Time to Die and I like Billie Eilish so maybe I would see it just for that (laughs) to hear the credits song Hot take, I'm not a big fan of Billie Eilish, so I didn't know that. That's okay. No, you should listen to this song if you haven't. It's good. Interesting. Um, But what guy, are are there any movies that you guys personally wanted to come out, wanted to go see, were really hyped for that just kind of got shoehorned because of COVID? Or even TV shows or something like that? You know, Eric, I don't know if you guys know who Eric Andre is. Oh, yeah. He's like the comedian. You know who Eric Andre is. I don't know like some people just don't know who he is but um he came out or like he said that he was gonna release this movie called Bad Trip which was meant to be like some like road trip like prank movie like um but I don't know he said that it was gonna come out in April but I feel like it's delayed now um however he came out he's coming out with like his legalize everything like tour which is like a stand-up comedy thing and mm-hmm. it's gonna go on Netflix pretty soon, so I'm pretty hyped for that. Cool. That is really cool. Cool. I didn't know. That sounds interesting. I know a lot of TV shows have been delayed. Yeah. Um. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna agree. I think that's like interesting. I can't really think of anything else that. Oh, I know that. Like, I really was really looking forward to Handmaid's Tale coming back. Um. Mm. But that filming has been delayed because of COVID, so it's gonna come out a lot later. So I guess I'll just wait longer. Um, but it's okay, you know, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. Um, but of course the biggest movie that was delayed and I'm personally depressed by this guys. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Okay. Is Minions, The Rise of Gru. This is the animated sequel (gasps) into the Minions movie, which is of itself a a sequel, prequel spinoff of obviously Despicable Me. Yeah. I mean, how are we going to make it without Minions, The Rise of Gru? Okay, at first I thought you meant Groot, as in like oh, that my like, character from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I mean, I could probably, like, I, I don't know, I, I could probably live without Groot. Like, no, no, I would I'd... see, I would definitely want to see this movie, though. <laughs> you know, I love Steve Carell, but I hate, hate the Minions movies. <laughs> the Minions bother me just so much. I'm sorry, like, I don't They're know. They're weird. They're just They're weird. weird. And it's weird how, like, middle-aged moms love them. So- <laughs> it is. Karens. It's all Karens. <laughs> yeah, they're um, literally just Tic Tacs with eyes. Oh, like, my gosh. They, uh, I didn't even think about that. Weird language or something. I don't oh, know. I don't know. I hated the yellow Tic Tac for some reason. I just couldn't quite put them That's out there. That's why, because it's deep down, it's because it's the, uh, it's the minions. It's mm-hmm. the minions. It's always the minions. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think this is a good step. I think what the Oscars are really doing is something smart. Um, 
I'm probably still not going to watch it because I haven't watched since they messed up Best Picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was not good. Um, but, yeah, um, that's kind of what's going on. So uh, for my movie, for my, my song choices, um, you've probably heard me talk about this a little bit. We've talked about karaoke. Yeah, we have. We've talked about karaoke before. I always go for the memes because people love memes. They're all over the place. That's true. Meme things. It's a new phenomenon. So I always try and hit those high notes with Holding Out for a Hero mm -hmm. with Bonnie Tyler. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> um, I can hit it because I've got just the best falsetto. And mm. the, the one time I started it, I got a fist bump from one of the guards, uh, from one of the bodyguards at a bar. Um, wow. One of the bounces. It was a beautiful experience. Um, and then, of course, I had there's a video going around. Not Well, not really going around, but my friends have of me and a friend and the basement of the union singing All Star by Smash Mouth, um, which is a beautiful experience. And also, um, oh God, uh, the Fly Like an Eagle song, for, or no, Space Jam. Space Jam, when I sing Space Jam, that, that song is so repetitive, it was horrible. Um, but those those are my new movie uh, picks. We're gonna throw it over to Jill next to give us a little bit of an outro. I'm gonna buy. I mean, like, what would life be without memes, you know? Like, I feel like you could just, like, use them, like, in any scenario, like, at any time. There's you know? a meme for everything. Yeah. There's a meme for everything and, a, and a, everything for everything a meme. Everything for a meme. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to complete today's episode of What's the Buzz. Uh, you can check out our music picks from today's episode on our Spotify at BuzzMagCU. We also just launched social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BuzzPodcastCU, so be sure to follow us there. All this will be listed in the episode notes as well, and we'll be back with more Buzz content next week. Until then, stay calm and buzz on.